0: It ain't easy now. How could I move forward when I keep looking backward? I'm just standing still. How can I fight this obsession?
1: expert steeler fans welcome back to another episode of the scobro show this is behind the steel curtain editor dave Schofield coming at you again on tuesday night it's a little bit after 9 p.m where else would you want to be as a steeler fans than here hanging out with me and my big brother as always rich how's it going tonight
0: hey you know it's going tonight so it's i've had a long day so i'm a little tired but minus that it's good ready to talk steelers as always
1: well, I had an interesting day because – do you know what today is? Um, June the 28th. Yeah. Well, maybe if I said that exact same question, but I put it for the it's, list. Of- is oh, it oh, your anniversary? You would know that it's my anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's my it's 19 years. so I have I have one more year left on the warranty. Um, so that that's good to know. Uh, sorry I, I shouldn't say that. But yes, today's my anniversary. that's why I'm right a little bit late went out to dinner tonight. Um, so but therefore we're here and ready to talk Steelers. Now we've got some good topics to talk about. We also want to talk about what's going on with the show next week. We'll get to that. We'll give the programming notes and everything here after a bit. Rich, you had a couple things you said you wanted to start off talking about. I, I got stories, okay? okay. You got of all, you teased one on the preview. I did. I you said the Dave you have Schofield, a, Dave Schofield, have a story. Dave Schofield
0: story. But I'm not starting with the Dave Schofield okay, story.
1: You're going to start with a different story. Okay. I, I I love story time. This is great. I'm ready for I'm, a story. I'm Let's gonna,
0: go. Gonna, <laughs> I'm starting with the Kyle story.
1: Okay, we got a Kyle story.
0: Oh, yeah. the Kyle. Well, I, I, I yeah, I've got to tell this story. Yes, right? tell me the story. So this past Saturday morning. Um, after I stayed out fishing until two o'clock in the morning, I had to, yeah, two, two o'clock in the morning, yeah, something yeah. like that. Had to get up early and get Kyle down to uh LaVale slash Cumberland to the MVA because he was signed up to do his driving test. Driving test for Kyle, yay! Driving test for Kyle. So, for those of you out there that are anywhere within a 200 mile radius of Western Maryland. Stay off the sidewalks <laughs> and the roads. Especially
1: Be what right yeah. You know what? It, that's funny to say because it's it's what you say when someone gets your license. Well, Kyle, Kyle's a good driver. He is. Kyle's, Kyle's a good driver. driver. Yeah. Yes, he is. But we
0: we get there and he has the very first appointment of the day. So we get there a little early and we're waiting for them to open the MVA. So we're, we're standing at the front door. They come. They unlock. They the lady there. She knew right away that it was Kyle just because she was like driver's test. She's like, yep. She's like. Send us to the back. So we go to the back. The guy is back there trying to get his computer up and going. And I can tell he's having some struggles. And he's just and he's and he's like, Hey, just hang tight a minute. He said, My computer is asking me to do this stuff. I do the stuff and it's asking again. I said, Hey, don't sweat it, whatever. So he starts getting Kyle's paperwork and everything together. And then eventually he gets to the point where he needs to see my driver's license. So I hand him my driver's license, and I'm sitting there, and Kyle and I are continuing to talk. You know, I'm in a pretty good mood. It's early in the morning. And out of nowhere, the guy kind of interrupts and says, Hey, uh, behind the steel curtain, right? <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> a little bit and said, yes. He said, you know, he said, I saw the name, Kyle's name, on the list yesterday and wondered. He said, but then I got to thinking, didn't you all live in Hagerstown? I said, no, that's actually my brother lives in Hagerstown. We're up in Oakland. He's like, oh. He said, and then once I saw your license and heard you talk, he said, I knew it was one of the bros. So (laughs) shout out to Scott at the MVA in LaVale.
1: at the MVA in LaVale. Allegheny County MVA. That's Allegheny County, Maryland, not PA. Yes.
0: uh, Was much appreciated. appreciated. Um, he told the fun story about how, when he was a kid, if, uh, I guess he had, you know, bought uh, you know, his family had been from around Baltimore, but at that point in time, you know, there was no team in Baltimore. So he had cousins. Hey, and cousins. hey there he is. Thanks, Scott. There he is. <laughs> There's
1: Scott. He's in the live chat.
0: I don't know. Live chat tonight. Yes. So good to see. Um, <laughs> so that was actually really, really neat. And Kyle thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, but Kyle went Did out. And
1: went, bucks. Uh, hashtag pay Kyle.
0: <laughs> no, the <funny laughs> part was Kyle. Kyle almost wore his shirt that day. He was like, mm-hmm. "I didn't know if they took my picture again." I thought about wearing my hashtag pay mm-hmm. Kyle's shirt. Oh,
1: because he had his picture for his permit. But yeah,
0: but they, yeah, but they don't take his picture again, so gotcha. he didn't have his shirt on. <laughs> but, um, but that was great. Kyle rocked it out. Got his got his license, no problem. Yes. Um. So so that's fantastic. So so that's the Kyle Schofield story. Okay, so, but I teased a Dave Schofield story.
1: i mm-hmm.
0: shame on me for this. Yes, Th- there's a little bit of shame on me for this. I <laughs> wait a minute.
1: <laughs> I got to okay. pull this up. All right, here we go. Steelers go Pittsburgh says, hashtag, hashtag buy Kyle a car. <Nice>. Except there's all web problems. problem. If you're going to hashtag it, you can't put spaces in there. You've got to put it all together. Buy Kyle a car.
0: <laughs> Buy Kyle a car. Um, all right. So here, here's my Dave Schofield story. Now I have okay. to reference this with saying I teased the Dave Schofield story. Dave, I, I will ask you this question. Okay. Let you announce this to our listeners. Okay. Okay. Dave Schofield. How many Dave Schofields are in our immediate family?
1: Okay, well, in our immediate family, there's three. Now, if you would have asked how many are there, I know of at least four because we have the beloved um, uh, English actor David Schofield from movies such as Last of the Mohicans, uh, Gladiator, and two of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. But not counting him because that's not our immediate family. There are three.
0: Okay, and, and so there is yourself. And yes. who are the other two?
1: There is my uncle, Dave Schofield, and his son, our cousin, Dave Schofield. Okay.
0: So this story I actually have to tell everybody is on our, our mine and Dave's first cousin, Dave yes. Schofield. Now, our, our uncle Dave's oldest son.
1: Now, to premise this, our father grew up in New England, in Massachusetts, the and then moved down here. So, but the rest of his family still up there. Okay, go ahead. So, our, our
0: cousin, our, our cousin Dave Schofield, recently moved from. Um, well, he's always been in the Boston area or Southern New yeah, he, Hampshire. Yeah, he was in New
1: Hampshire, I think.
0: Um, but he recently moved to the Wilkesbury, PA
1: area. Yeah, a little bit south of Wilkesbury. Yeah, because.
0: Yep. yep, and um, which uh, I know there's probably a lot of folks out there. No, that's a, that's pretty good. Steeler territory, believe it or not. Yeah. Of course, because you got to tie back into the penguins over there. Yes, you do. So there's there's some there's some Pittsburgh love. So apparently a couple of weeks ago, our our first cousin, Dave Schofield, was visiting our older sister and her husband and their family, and I don't even know where the house is now. Where are they? They're still in West Virginia. Just yeah. Martin. I always Virginia. say Martinsburg
1: area. Yeah, they're
0: the West Virginia. South of Martinsburg.
1: They're in the eastern not, panhandle. Not far <laughs> from you.
0: Not so, that far, from but me. he was down visiting, and of course they were talking and catching up on stuff. And apparently he was asking about you, Dave yeah. Schofield, and and um, our sister was telling him about how you know your editor behind the steel curtain, and then got to talking about you and me. We did this podcast every week on the Steelers, you know, and and she was like, and it's called the Scobro Show, and he's like, what? And he he's like, yeah, Rich and Dave do this show called the Scobro Show, and he was like, you're kidding. No, not kidding. Apparently, what has been happening is people up in the Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania area have been asking our cousin, Dave Schofield, if he is related to the Scobros from the Scobro show. <laughs> and apparently and he didn't he's telling them no. <laughs> he is not. He's not a Steelers fan. <laughs> because he has no clue. Yeah. So, anybody out there in that in that Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania area that happens to know our first cousin, Dave Schofield, and has asked him if he is related to, to us, go ask him again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, then the next thing mm-hmm. you need to do, tell him to take off that god-awful New England Patriot gear <laughs> and to put on some Steeler gear. And you know, join the family.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly. And well, and although I have communicated with my cousin, I actually have not seen him in person in exactly nineteen years. Wow, that's right. Because it was know. at my wedding. Because I was not able to 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 make it to the funeral where you all saw him recently, and yeah. and I and I did not. So. Yes, so that's that's something I hope to be remedying soon. I was actually supposed to go see him that day at my sister's, but two of my kids were sick, and my brother-in-law is dealing with some health issues, and I, the last thing I wanted to do was get him sick. Yep. So it didn't work out. But these are good family stories. I know we're 10 minutes into the show, but Sorry. I promised you we got you two stories, and they both came back to, but at least behind the steel curtain and the Scobros. But let's talk Steelers. Yeah. Let's get there. I, here's what I wanted to talk about. All right. there's some details emerging about Larry. Oh, I'm not going to. Jeff has me so messed up. I'm going to say it the wrong no. way, like Jeff does. No, it's Oak no. Joby. Oh, Ogunjobe.
0: come on. I just, I'm just straight Pittsburgh dad. That's that old late Goker Choby guy.
1: Okay. Or, 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 or like I put on my, um, um, I have to, when I use my, my phone for zoom in order to just to mess with Jeff Hartman, when we have a meeting, my, my screen name is Obi-Wan Jabroni. Um, that's kind of, that's very similar to, 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 to Ogunjobi, but there are some details emerging about his contract that there, that there might not be the incentives in it, or if they are, they're likely to be earned. I got a salary cap update coming out in the morning at behind the steel curtain.com. So make sure you check that out. So that's some news. Other than that, all we've had so far with the Steelers is good news. All we've had is good news. And Rich, this is our last podcast in the month of June. That's fantastic. Now, I'll go ahead and premise this with a little bit of a scheduling note. Uh, Now, we'll do the scheduling note later. Let's talk Steelers. Last year the Steelers... Added a player in June in Trey Turner because of the loss of David DeCastro, who ended up being a starter for the year. Played more offensive snaps than anybody else. He beat Dan Moore Jr. by just—I think it might have even just been one, but but just a couple. The Steelers also added you know, some. You know, they added. Um, why can't I remember uh, the the other the other sco- should be the other scope, But he said a show Joe Schobert during the preseason when they had the loss of Vince Williams. There also there were some other changes and 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 mix ups with stuff from last year when the Steelers actually got to Week One that were a little bit surprising. Based on that, the question for tonight that we're discussing as our topic was: Is this where could the Steelers have a surprise starter in 2022? Let's go. Let's review the 2021 surprise starters. If you're talking, who ends up? To me, I'm still going to count Trey Turner and Joe Schobert because, I mean, they weren't even on the team when the when they broke minicamp. Are we allowed to count them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's just like for this year. If Larry think- Joby is a starter, he was a surprise starter. That was after minicamp.
0: Yeah.
1: Who else was surprise starters last year that you can think of? Especially when it came to Week One or who it. started the My- majority Josh, of the season.
0: You got you- yeah, we. I might have used too much show telling my stories. I mean, yeah, <laughs> a pile of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, gee whiz, was there
1: name one, and I'll name was, one.
0: Was there much
1: on the offensive line that wasn't a surprise story? Yeah. Well, I mean, Dan Moore Junior. I think was probably the biggest surprise. Yeah. Which and, also put uh, Chooks still at right tackle, and not moving to left. Right. To me, that was even a bit of a surprise.
0: Yeah, you believe know, there are a lot of people that tell you that it was Kendrick Green was a surprise start at center. There were a lot of people who did not think he would start the season at center, and he did.
1: Well, and, um, and but I don't think he was as much as surpri- as a surprise as denmore Jr. Now, no, I'm not I'm not saying not. that he's not in the surprise category because I mean anytime a, a a third round draft pick is starting week one is is a little bit surprising, not completely out of the question, but it's still surprising. But if you looked at what else the Steelers had at the position, it made it a lot less surprising because he basically got the job by default. So, I mean, because it was either him, J.C. Hasenauer, who did not look good at all the year before, and B.J. Finney, who didn't play a single offensive snap the year before, even though he had been with the Steelers the year before that. So there was huge question marks at the center position, and you knew that he could be one. Uh, To me, whoever started at center was going to be kind of a surprise. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, um, where else do you, do do we go? Do you think of anyone else? Um,
0: I don't want to say so so much of a surprise, um, at this point, but it was still undecided, I guess technically, and mm-hmm. you could say that would be you know, big press, you know, because nothing go. was decided between you know it wasn't decided yeah. between me and wasn't Jordan decided, yet.
1: yeah. Honestly, I think it would have been a bit of surprise no matter who they went with. It would have been very surprising if the Steelers cut their seventh round draft pick that they drafted a the punter. It also was a bit surprising that they let go of the guy that had been punting for them for a few years. So right. it was it was gonna be a kind of a little bit surprising no matter what. I'm gonna go with Chris Wormley. Yeah. You no, know, you weren't expecting nope. that that um to for tight or for not Tyson Alala, well, because he was there the first couple weeks for Stefan Tua to not be there. Everyone thought he'd be there at the beginning, or at least at some point, which never happened. Uh then, I mean, then my goodness, then you had maybe not week one, but early in the season, you had Isaiah Bugs starting a bunch of games. Whenever, or at least as the nose tackle, whether or not the nose tackle started in the with the first snaps of the game, he was the nose tackle. He didn't even finish the season with the Steelers. Right. So that was a bit of a surprise. I already mentioned Joe Schobert. Um, I don't think there's big surprises in the secondary no, no. To that started the season other than the surprise of Akello Witherspoon not being utilized early in the year and then Akello Witherspoon coming on to be the guy at the end of the year and leading the team at the interceptions. That had surprise written all over it both ways. Yes, you it think? did. Yes, it did. Yeah. So there was a lot of uh, things that ended up being surprising. Go ahead.
0: Right. Now, well, well, now you're going to get into talking about surprises this year. I, I don't know if there's probably going to be a surprise or two. Oh, yeah. I don't know that we're going to have the opportunity to see as many as we saw last year
1: that's what we're looking at. It's not even necessarily about the players. It's more about the situations, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So where could there be a surprise? Let's go ahead and roll into this year.
0: Yeah. Um, potentially at
1: wideout. Okay. So
0: you could, yeah. you know, there, there could maybe be a surprise there.
1: Um, if, um, go, you want to explain? I, I have some ideas about that. but yeah, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you well, go I was going to say, what if one or both of the rookies aren't really ready week one? I'm hoping they both are. That's my hope. But okay. at the same time, we see how the Steelers can ease players in. And when I say ease players in, especially when you're talking about wide receivers, I mean, my goodness, I outlined it with Pat Friarmuth. He really eased into the season uh, as it went where they increased his snaps early on through the first half of the year. And that was a second round draft pick. And But part of that was because, you know, they had Eric Ebron. They didn't have to rush him. And my goodness, it, it worked out perfectly. They were able to utilize him exactly how they wanted to and weren't forced into anything like I feel that they were with Kendrick Green. So with these wide receivers, George Pickens might be ready to go right off the bat, but Calvin Austin isn't. It could be the other way around. They could both be ready. They could neither. We we don't neither
0: know. Right. There, there's 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 still a lot of unknown.
1: Yeah. So could somebody? Things. Yeah. Could somebody like an Anthony Miller, who was a pretty big target for one Mitch Trubisky when he was in in Chicago, can he come on and and make the make the fifty three and be utilized? Could it be someone like a Miles Boykin that's that's us, utilized a lot early? That, that was a good, I didn't think as much about that one. That's a good one. I'm going to go ahead with my number one, because I think it's going to be a quote on, you know, how I talked about some of those, like the uh, yeah. center, uh, well, it was going to be surprised no matter who got it. Yeah. That's kind of what go it's going to be. I know
0: where you go. I know where you're going here. Probably. Yeah. Go go that's
1: ki- that's kind of how it's going to be at quarterback. Yeah. So if, if, If it's true, I mean, I think most people are starting to accept that week one it's going to be Mitch Trubisky. Now, I don't know if you read my article today where we're doing our 30 scenarios in 30 days. Um, It got a lot of discussion. We'll just say that. Um, I mean, no one got heated, and a lot of people have opinions. And I just kind of brought up the notion of if the Steelers don't make any moves at at the quarterback position, Like, a lot of the fans are suggesting they are, but the Steelers haven't made any indication that they plan on doing that. If they don't make any moves, is Kenny Pickett still QB3 in week one? Because that's where he was in minicamp. Right. You know, uh, and I kind of laid out the argument of if it's Trubisky and – you want to have someone dress the first few games. Remember, the Steelers play three what is it? Three games in eleven or, or no, it's more it's more than eleven, but it's no, it might be eleven. Like three games in eleven days to start the season because they go Sunday, Sunday, Thursday. Is that the you know? Do you want your rookie quarterback even being the guy that would have to step in in the middle of a drive, or do you have if you still have one of those other guys on the roster, do you still want somebody like a Mason Ruff who would only step who would step in in, mid, in the middle of a game? Not saying that he would even start the next one if a, if the starter's out long-term. It's just something to think about, and it is something that the Steelers would have more of a tendency to, to, to be that way. I mean, I, I still say if Charlie Batch wasn't hurt, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have a helmet in week two to step in for Tommy Maddox and, and in right. that Ravens game. He wouldn't have even been the guy that was dressed. So... It's very interesting. So, I, to me, I think there'll be a bit of a surprise, no matter how the Steelers go. Not even just with who gets the job, but then where it, where else it falls in the depth chart. What are your thoughts there?
0: Yeah, I mean, you hit it, hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's really the same, like we were, talk, you know, like we were mentioning with the center position last year. That's what it's going to be at quarterback. Yeah. There, again, its I don't want to say so much as a surprise. Mm. There's still a lot of unknown. Yeah. Which, in the end, I guess, technically, when once it's decided, is a surprise. Yeah. Because it's a surprise. Why? Because we don't know it now. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, everyone is so ready for the Steelers to trade Mason Rudolph. And you know what? I'm not saying that would be a bad idea. But that's also it's also one of those things, just like trading back in the first round of the NFL draft, you have to have somebody else who wants to trade and it might be more like a Josh Dobbs situation where a team has that need after a week or two of the season and something else happens. So for everyone who's thinking that Rudolph's not going to be there in week 1 because they're going to they're, they're going to trade him there, there's no guarantee that's going to be the case either. So there it's going to be it's going to be a fluid and I, in my opinion how the Steelers start the season with the quarterback position is going to be nowhere close to how they finish the season when it comes to exactly the whole pecking order of everything. So what will be interesting is when you get – when we're talking about this next offseason, we'll be thinking back like, oh, man, remember in week one when it started off as blah, blah, blah? So, yeah, that's one that I think um, would be – you know, no matter who they pick, it's going to be a little bit of a surprise. But how how it's going to go? What what other places do you think there could be a starting position that uh, that that might not? It might not. Now, of course, we can't we we can't guess about injuries. But you know, the first couple weeks of the season, we're going to see a starter that we aren't expecting to be that starter right now. Is there anywhere else you got?
0: There's somewhere else that it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Within the first couple of weeks.
1: It wouldn't surprise you if it was a surprise.
0: <laughs> I won't like I think I know where the Steelers are going, yeah. but I won't be shocked if it's not totally where they're going. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out and say um inside linebacker.
1: That's see, I think that's a popular one as well. Um, I did my, my other article from today was, you know, my going for two series where I'm going through the roster, two players at a time, it was on buddy Johnson and I had to put him as a roster bubble where last year, you know, he was a more of a lock as a fourth round draft pick because we don't really have anything to judge him on from outside of the organization from his rookie year, because he played six defensive snaps
0: right or nine
1: something. It was single digits. You know, and fifty some special teams. So we don't know if someone like Buddy Johnson could get in the mix. We don't know how the Steelers are going to work out with Devin Bush and Miles Jack, and how how that combination will go. Well,
0: yeah, the 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 part that I think could change is because not knowing how they're going to utilize the two of them. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. they going to be able to have them, you know, work out and be on the field at the same time, or are they going to have to change? change personnel up a little bit to get the scheme they want to run. You know, I don't know. And I guess part of the reason for this unknown in this as well is the change in the coaching staff on the defensive side. You know, I think plays into that as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sorry if that was really distracting. That was a very low flying helicopter that went by. <laughs> if I don't know if you heard that I or not. Thought,
0: I thought, I thought so, maybe there was a bug.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's what it was. So I tried to mute so people could hear you talk. Uh, I know some I, some people were saying. I was you know,
0: hoping it was a bug and we were going to hear the high-pitched <laughs> Dave scream. Yeah. And everybody would see, you know, this huge guy that's so yeah. scared of a bug. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was hoping No, nah,
1: I can't be scared of bugs. Everyone else in my house is, um, including the dog. Anyway, um, back to inside linebacker. There's just so many other names to throw in there. I mentioned Buddy Johnson because he's so unknown. Mark Robbins is the seventh-round draft pick. I don't know that he's going to be in the mix for starting in week one. I don't want to – I don't rule anybody out. But, I mean, that would be an absolutely crazy situation. Um, you got Robert Spillane. You've got UG3. You've got Marcus Allen. You've got so many players at that – at, at that job, all you really need is one of them to really step up and, and grab something. But like, uh, I'm pretty sure it was it was Chris Carter on, on Jeff's Let's Ride, where he was his Monday morning conversation. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, make sure you go back and listen to it. He was talking about, I'm pretty sure that's where I remember, I've listened to so much Steeler stuff lately, about Devin Bush. And you could just see, he didn't have confidence in his knee last year. And it was something you and I talked about after the game, when we were both at the Broncos game, he was playing much better in that game. And what happened? He got hurt. I'm like, that is one of the things that's going to hurt his mentality so bad because he was finally looked like he was moving a little bit better and moving more instinctively. And he got hurt again. So you know, he, it's, he's still trying to build up that trust in his knee. So I'm not ready to write Devin Bush off yet, but we're just going to see how that goes. I've got another position. Okay. I think it's kind of going to be a, a bit of a surprise. It very well could be at cornerback. A lot of people are thinking that it's going to be Wallace – And Witherspoon on the outside with Sutton in the slot, which it very well could be. The question is when there's not a slot on the, on the field, who's going to be out there? Is Sutton going to be one of the guys out there and who's it not going to be the other two? I think exactly how the Steelers play it all out might end up being a little bit surprising to people depending on what it is. What are your thoughts on that one?
0: Um, yeah, you're right. Because you're this is another one we were talking. You know, what most people see is you know two spots, three guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, although I would call that a two slash three spots, three guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, or are they going to be using the slot with a safety or a linebacker, which they very well could?
0: And or are we going to see? Are we going to see those guys change up based on matchup, or yeah. you know? Else, oh, you know, I hope they do. I know. <laughs> I you hope know, there's I mean, games there's, that there might be one guy in this, it, with everyone healthy. That one plays right yeah. back into what I said there in middle linebacker as well. Though, still with the cha- with the coaching changes going on mm-hmm. too, and how the scheme could change, could play as much into that as anything.
1: Absolutely, you you are spot on there. So. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I think although you could, you know, some people start, or they're starting to call the nickel corners actually starters, and it all depends whether a person gets that little asterisk next to their name for starting or not depends on what defensive formation is matching the offensive formation on the very first play of the game. So that's why the nose tackle doesn't necessarily always start. Are they in base, nickel, dime, or something else to start the game? I wouldn't mind if everyone was healthy. There might be somebody in the secondary that plays 70% of the snaps one game and 10% the next based on the matchup.
0: Yeah. And I'm cool. That's
1: great if that's something that that the Steelers can do. To me, this is kind of cheating. This is kind of pulling a Dave and changing the question just a little bit um, in order to give an answer. But I'm just trying to bring up a talking point. And that is, I think, one of the biggest surprises when it comes to the Steelers' defense is going to be, who they utilize and from what positions in their sub packages?
0: Yes, believe it or not. Oh, I hate to say it, but yes, the Dave answer is actually a, is a decent answer there.
1: Yeah, and no, I mean, I'm it, just, I mean, when I'm. I'm, re- I'm re- ch- when I'm not the question,
0: know, but no, it's a, <laughs> when you really get into breaking it down. Yes, yeah. You know, there's the there's the simple answer. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I I mean. Look at the safeties. Just look at the safeties. Yeah, you've got Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds. I'm going to mess up his first name. I'm pretty sure it's Demonte KZ, Miles Killabrew, and Trey Norwood. I don't think any of those five players offer the same thing. I think they all bring something different. You know, uh, to me. Killebrew is the most like of uh, would be the most likely to be more of a linebacker or a box safety, with Terrell Edmonds being next. But Terrell Edmonds having more of the capabilities uh, in the secondary to therefore make him to stay on the field more. I think uh, KZ is is more of a free safety or slot corner, which believe it or not, I think him and Norwood might be the most similar out of everybody. In the group of of those two, but I still don't know that they're all that similar. And is Trey Norwood even still a safety, or is he a corner, or is he the Swiss Army knife that Mike Tomlin called him when he announced the pick? It's it's very interesting to see that they have that many players that can do that many different things, and how they're going to use them.
0: Yes, and which then I love this Doc Holiday. Yep. I was thinking about that. No, cutting I down the to fifty three,
1: is, is going to be rough. Well, Trust me. Talking
0: predictions. To, I was gonna say when Dave was talking to five safeties, I was like, "Man, how are we going to get down to 53?
1: Yeah, because to me, I don't, I don't want to keep those five. Then that means you want to keep four corners, unless you're going to either. I mean, and now with Ogunjobi, I feel like you got to keep seven, seven offensive offensive sorry defensive linemen so then you're going to keep more defenders than off offensive guys it's usually about 25 each um if you keep that extra defender where you're going to lose them on the offense i don't think they need to keep as many running backs but i thought the sealers would need more wide receivers this year especially if you've got someone like gunner O that's going to be a return guy but might not offer much as a wide receiver we've yet to see because we don't we just don't know we'll see in the preseason Man, it's going to be some tough with some of these, but um, there are some starters that I mean, as long as they're as long as they're healthy. I mean, I, I think outside linebacker is one that you pretty much know your starters. Yep, uh, that's your safeties. Was probably that, on defense. I would say that was that's your next closest group. The only reason I would put them ahead of the defensive line is because you still don't know about Ogunjobi's injury if he's going to be good to go week one. Or if he, you know, how many snaps he can eat up in week one,
0: maybe they start
1: something else. What's up?
0: Same with Tyson.
1: Yeah, same with same with Aloalo. Absolutely. So that's why those. I I think those are the more secure spots. And then when it comes to when it comes to the offense, there's no question. There's not. There's no question. Running back. There's not any real question at tight end because Farmoosh one, Gentry are two. The question is, how many are you using? And then if you get Connor Hayward in there, there's still some people that want to say um, it's Connor Hayward or Derek Watt. The problem with that is, is Connor Hayward, um, as it was reported today on ESPN, one of the things that they said, him and Watt aren't competing for a roster spot because Connor Hayward's been with the receivers all through o- OTAs and minicamp. He hasn't been like with the running backs. He's been with the receivers. So it's not like, although he can do some fullback things, it's not like they're looking for him to be the fullback. So I, I agree with that, that I think, I don't think they're fighting for the same roster spot. I think Hayward is looking at the TE3 spot, but that's just me. So, but there, I mean, I I think we have a general idea of what the offensive line is going to be. That's another one I was going to say, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if it's, if it's not, the starting five with Kendrick Green as the backup. If it ends up happening, where Green plays great and actually beats out somebody else, either at center or guard, I'm not saying I'm looking for it. I'm just not going to be. I'm not going to be surprised, but I think a lot of people would be surprised if he found his way in the starting lineup. But as we said before, just to ask you this real quick about Kendrick Green: if he starts this year, it's got to be legit, right? Yes, I mean, last year he started by default. Yeah, he's really. I mean, if only these two years could be could could be reversed for him. I don't think that did him any favors by him, you know, being there by default. No,
0: it it didn't. But he he's got to just make the most of mm-hmm. whatever is you know thrown his way. You know, yeah. um, and, and last year I felt like he was having some success, and then some other injuries started happening on the line and that that caused him some setback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So some people, if he ends up being a starter, I think that would be a surprise for people um, right now, but it's that, that is what it is. So anything else about this you want to get going before we, uh, I, I, I got to give our programming note before we get into our big question. And go to, go to, the, let's go to the programming note. All right. The programming note is this. Next week is the 4th of July. Uh, Things might be a little bit different here with the live podcast because the 4th of July or so I thought, I originally thought that, you know, the 4th of July might have a different show. The other reason that it could be a little bit different and will be different is because we're on both Scobros will be chilling together. If you Followed the show since last year, you would know. Maybe this from last year is that we will be in the same location, and we will not be able to broadcast. People are like, "Why don't you just do the show there with all your family around?" Yeah, there's no Wi-Fi in the house yeah. that we stay in. We have no internet. All I have is my is my cell phone as a hotspot, and I can't do video. So we will not be here next Tuesday, but there will be a show next Tuesday. At first, we thought it might be where the hangover slides into Tuesday and something else happens on Monday because it was a holiday. Didn't want to force those guys into having to to do their show on the 4th. Come to find out, it's better for them to do it on the fourth. So they're going. I think I'm, I think the hangover staying there. So there'll be something here. I don't know if it'll be called the Scobro Show. I don't know if it'll be called something else. But we will be we will be sitting back watching the ocean and seeing how things all play out One uh, Brian Anthony Davis will will be filling that out. Now, Rich, you going to be ha- you going to have the shirt? You and Kyle? Oh yes, I'll make oh, yeah. sure I have mine. I Any disclaimers worry, I you want to say about that? About the shirt? Oh, no, just about in, in general. If anyone happens to be in the Outer Banks over the week of the 4th of July, head to the Nags Head Fishing Pier and see if you can find the ScoBros. That's right. Especially <laughs> the... Especially this, bro. This, bro, is on the pier a lot. Yeah, you're out on the pier, and a lot of us will be hanging out. Of You know, when we're on the beach, it. we're very close to the pier. But, but I, I had last year we were there, and I saw people walk by with Steelers gear on and everything else. I'm like, this is someone who listens to the podcast and doesn't watch them. They, I don't think they know what we look like. And I looked around, I'm like, we don't have anything Steelers, uh-huh. it's simple. Look for the biggest, ugliest guy you could find, and the next biggest and ugliest. And you found both of us. Um, and but I was looking around like I, I try to hang up my Steelers towel and everything else. I'm like, we're, we're missing something, we're not going to be missing something this year. You ready for it? Go for it. For those of you on the audio side, I'm sorry because you won't get to see. But all you, everyone else, is going to have to do is I'm going to go upside down. Is look for this. Oh, that's awesome! A nice. Oh, wait, it could be the other side. Oh, it's oh. awesome. Oh. <laughs> all right, Rich, tell me, tell the, tell everyone out there in podcast land what that, you just saw.
0: Now, is that a flag or a banner? Can't. That, that is it? a flag. flag. Okay, <laughs> behind the steel curtain. Flag yes, that is awesome, darn right, we're gonna be flying that on our beach setup,
1: oh yes, yeah. so if you're watching here live and catching it later, or if you've ever caught a live show, it's our emblem that's kind of our background uh if you are have ever been to the website it's the logo right up there at the at the top of the website it's the nice circle it's got the steel worker it's got the three hypocycloids one was it one one yellow and two kind of gray uh it's got the steel workers you know with the with the hammer and it says sp nation at the top and behind the steel curtain at the bottom that flag will be flying um where we are at the beach make sure you look for it um, yeah, now, now it's funny. People are like, I want one. I want one. Um, I, I at, didn't even tell, um, one Jeff Hartman or Brian Anthony Davis that I was getting that. So I don't know if I even have the liberty to, to offer them to people or if I make it a prize. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that, that will be at the Outer Banks next week. So I just thought I'd throw that out
0: there. Hey, that's pretty so. cool. Uh, Yeah, I I like the flag. Now, Now it puts out there so we can, you know, in case anybody's out
1: there looking for us, look for the flag. Look for the flag. Now, this also means something pretty exciting in my book. So we will not be here July 5th. We will be here July 12th. We will be here July 19th. That's only two more shows with us. That next show, that third show, that's the day the Steelers report to training report. camp. That's how close we're getting. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, I, I know I'm kind of racing two weeks away until we get to another, to, to, to where we're back here. But I'm excited that we're, we're we're coming through. We're almost done June, moving into July. And July is when the Steelers report to training camp. It is, it is right here. It's that close. We're going to ask Go on, our big 48. question. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Say that, Rich. Go ahead. July 28th.
0: Headed to training camp. Got my tickets. Myself, Kyle, the men's basketball coach where I work, and his assistant coach where I work. The four of us together going up training camp Thursday, 28th of July. So we are pumped to get to go. So there you go. I'm...
1: Checking put, my put spell it out and there, just a,
0: it a, You know, I'm going to throw this out there too. So, Kyle has a plan. Kyle has an autograph that he would love to get. Okay. While we're at yeah. camp. I'm going to ask you, Dave, and take your guess to see if you can guess whose autograph Kyle wants and what he wants to have autographed.
1: Oh, what he, what he wants autographed?
0: Yes. Once I tell you what he wants autographed, you'll know whose autograph. I,
1: I don't know what he has that he wants. I would say like his jersey, but no.
0: No, he has his uh, his William and Mary hat.
1: Oh, he wants Coach T he to sign his William to get and Mary H-T
0: hat. T to sign his William and Mary hat. So uh, um, that, that would be what, great. That's that's what he's going to be looking to try to get. So uh, yes, I, um, I, I've told Kyle to brush up on his singing. Sing the William Mary alma mater. That'd probably get mm-hmm. Coach T's attention. Yeah, I might get but, it. But you know, what Kyle's not much. He, he Kyle doesn't like to sing like you and I like to sing. So I don't know that he'd do yeah. that, But.
1: Um, yeah, but there's we're going to have stuff. I want to make sure people are able to share if they're going to training camp. We'll get that a little bit closer. Maybe maybe we'll talk about that show, about that in a show to say hey, let's try to let people know when, if and when you're going to be at training camp. I think KT Smith's going to be making a stop at training camp. I know state of the Steelers. He was talking with well messaging with me today. He's going to be there the week after you. He's
0: going, he's for going to be night the Friday night lights. lights. Said, yep. He yeah. said earlier yep. on here, I saw him say so, Friday night lights.
1: So if if people are going to be around for training camp, we want to let, we would like to, you know, as much as anything, let, let you all in the live chat know that each other's going to be there. You you guys spend Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, Thursday, all, all these crazy times in the live chats of these shows where it's, it's as much about the people that you're here to see in the live chat as, as anything that we saw.
0: I was going to say, let, let me just say this, because, you know, through, through the years now you know, of us doing this, Dave, I've gotten to meet some of the people yeah. that are in our live chat, and it's so cool because I feel like I know them.
1: Yeah, it's part and of the so, family.
0: Well, um, so. Right, a lot so, of people
1: want this. A lot of people want this answer. they don't ask for the live Is chat. Is Kyle
0: driving to train Is, camp? Uh, probably not because we're. Probably going to take Coach Hoffman's car. Gotcha. So you'll be
1: riding up with somebody else.
0: Maybe so that makes. Unless sense. they all want to. Unless we want to take the jeep. I don't know. In which yeah. case, then maybe I'll let Kyle drive some. Yes. I don't know.
1: But yeah. so uh, for those of you but, going to train, make sure if you didn't check out the article, ours was one of the first ones out there because I was given an email early as a season ticket holder. You have to have a ticket to go. They're yeah. free. Free. It took free. me. Ticketmaster. It, it
0: took me thirty seconds to yes. get tickets.
1: But you like, have to decide the day and I and I was trying to check it and see. I couldn't get any more than twelve tickets for a day. I didn't order any of them. I was just seeing.
0: No, you can't. That's yeah. that's their limit. Twelve. That's their 12, limit is twelve. Twelve per person signing in. Now, if you yeah. got more than twelve people, that are and going, I think you can do you it for multiple days. Two. Yeah, you can just yeah. One person can get. 12 and another person get 12 you take 24 people to camp yeah just you got to have two different people sign up and get yeah. tickets
1: yeah so, uh, i mean one person shouldn't have to sign but, up for both you
0: know 12. i was saying about you know folks out here getting together and meeting each other you know, for me it was cool when i went up uh, for the draft party because i took daddy S. kennedy with me and then yep. we met up with state of the steelers and i'd yeah. you know i'd met him before yeah and then, uh, at a game I met would be up, at a game and it was actually very cool that the two of them got to meet yeah and, and yeah. And stuff. So good stuff. Know, good stuff. That, that's good stuff. And so really before camp gets going, we want to make sure we're taking the opportunities here for folks to kind of talk about if they're, if they happen to be going to camp, because it's all, it's a lot more fun to meet up just, Oh, Hey, yes, I see you yeah. on our own time and, and comment and,
1: yeah you know, just makes it a lot more fun. Yes, it does. This yes, does. Anytime you can bump into, into someone it's it, it really is. It's great stuff. Let's get this final question because I know we, we can't end the show. We got to do our question. We do it every week. Okay. So I'm gonna make you answer it, then I'm okay. gonna put it in there. It's the title of the show, but you can only be specific and you have to go with one position. What position could have the biggest surprise starter this season?
0: Uh okay. Uh, I'm going where I did it early on. I'm gonna say wide receiver. All right, you'll
1: go with wide receiver. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put, put it up here in the, in the live chat. So that way it's ready for people to answer it. I'm going to say, uh, I don't know. I mean, to be quarterbacks cheap because it could be anybody. Um, I'll say quarterback. Brian Anthony
0: Davis answer. Holder.
1: Holder. (laughs) (laughs) Holder. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, here we go. Uh Steel Dog eighty eight says wide receiver. Um, state of the Steelers. He's not just offensive line. I was gonna go offensive line. So there might be something different there. Left guard, very specific. Yeah. Okay. Eddie Powers says wide receiver. Doc Holiday says inside linebacker. Steelers freak. I don't know if he's serious or not, but he says punter. Um, you know, yeah, if someone else, not big press. They have, that would be surprising. So I don't think he was kidding. I think that's a actually a really wise answer. Um, Rob Fitoff, I think I got that right, says QB. George OTJ says wide receiver. Richard Adamson says f- free safety. Wow, deal with it, says strong safety. BF Bud says wide receiver. Steelers Pittsburgh says quarterback. Um, Kathy Ford says cornerback. Uh, Reginald river says defensive line. Okay. Um, Oliver Wood says place kicker. That would be shocking if it's not one Christopher Lynn Boswell. I think he's going to get extended very soon. I think the only reason that would be so surprising is if it's because of something like an injury. Um, so, uh, Brian Blackstock goes specific says inside buck linebacker. So, uh, Brian Brown says middle linebacker. um, Tyler Tyler W says OLB. Yeah, that would be if it was someone different that would be very surprising. Um Dimitrios I just leave it at that is he says Nickel. Okay? Hey! Rob said I pronounced his last name perfectly. I'm not saying it again cuz I'll yes, mess, it up, mess up it up the second time. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Parker says center. That's that that's that's an interesting one. Um Sherry Richards says left guard. And Kyle Smith says specifically guard. So that, you know, because here's, I'm going to bring Josh Parker's back up against center. Here's the possibility that people still aren't talking about. Everyone's just assuming that James Daniels is going in and being right at right guard. What if they decide to have him go center? Like he played in college. It's not out of the question. I don't think they're going to do it.
0: I don't think they're going to do it,
1: but But it's not out of the realm of possibilities.
0: Right. Don't say there's no way they do it because the guys played the position.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there could be some interesting stuff. There's going to be surprises, and it's really hard to call them now. Uh, Justin, he says guard. I'm not not trying to tackle that last name either. (laughs) So that's – and it's funny. Josh Parker says that's what he thought, you know, if it's someone like James Daniels. Really interesting question to ponder because there's really no way we can we can predict it because then it wouldn't be a surprise if we could really predict it. But if you would have told me last June that Dan Moore Jr. was going to start every game except for one when he was on the COVID list, I would have thought, "Man, you're crazy."
0: Yeah, but it's what happened. I that's said. what happened. Yeah, I'd have been like, yeah.
1: "Wow, you're smoking some good stuff, there, bro." Yeah. I mean, but there's there's going to be things that we don't expect. I mean, and trust me, nobody thought Joe Schobert was going to be the Steelers' starting linebacker last year in June. Nobody thought that. No one saw that trade. Even Joe Shobert, even Joe Schobert <laughs> didn't see that. One. You know. But so there's going to be something like that. You know, and you know the Steelers picking up Witherspoon last year. That you know, just little moves like that are going to happen. So you have an idea what this team is. But what I get excited about, this is kind of my closing thoughts, is that the Steelers are making these little moves. And they just get me more and more and more excited about this season. To me, other than questions of how it's going to work out at the quarterback position versus last year, I know Ben Roethlisberger couldn't do a lot of the things he did early in his career. I know that he he couldn't move the way that the quarterbacks they have now can move. But that dude, you give him two minutes and the ball and saying we need a, we need a score to tie or win, he's coming through so many times. And you don't know if the Steelers have that or not. So to me, that's the biggest question mark. Other than that, I can't look anywhere and say that the Steelers haven't gotten better. I mean – Some people think maybe a corner because of not having Joe Hayden. But the question is, are you talking about Joe Hayden from the beginning of the season or Joe Hayden at the end of the season? You know, some of those questions. So if you look up and down the line, you're like, if this team got better at a lot of places, it's worth getting excited over. And that's kind of where I am now. And I know that they still, you know, there's going to be something that surprises us between now and week one. It, it's just the nature of the beast. So, I'm Rich, just, I'm just hoping it is for you, a, up to you. I'm man. hoping for a
0: good <laughs> surprise, though. A good yeah. Surprise, not a bad surprise.
1: And we've been having a lot of good surprises. Yes, I mean, other than June 1st with Stefan Tuat retiring, which was a bad surprise, it you can still find the silver lining. But it wasn't lining. a
0: huge surprise. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, you can still find the silver lining of at least knowing and not having that. I mean, imagine right now still one. well, if Stephon Tewitt plays, well, if Stephon Tewitt can come back, even saying those things when we talk about the Steelers' defense now. At least now there's some answers. It's And you'd never know if Stephon Tewitt would have been anywhere close to what he was in 2020. I mean, if we if the Steelers could have got 2020 Stephon Tewitt back, my goodness, you just don't know if that player existed anymore. But now it's not even a question, so you've you've kind of moved on with it. And since then, it's been a lot of good surprises. Rich, what do you want to say to close us out? Because remember, you got to make it count because we're not going to be here next week. We're
0: not going to be here next week. You you know, uh, there's different ways I can go with this. I I had a very (laughs) short and sweet. Um, I will say this wow, I hadn't really realized how close we were to training camp when I think about you and me and what we've got going on for shows. You're right with us not being here next week, two shows, and then the Steelers are showing up at camp. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know. um, Believe it or not, I'll miss everybody next week, no matter what show comes on in my place. If I am out on the pier, I can typically get enough signal on my phone that I can pull up the show so I still may have to hop on and See what's what
1: if we can comment, we'll comment. We'll be in the live especially, chat. <laughs> especially, if,
0: especially if the fish aren't biting. If the fish aren't biting good <sighs> on Tuesday night, I'll be I'll be on there, you know, commenting because, you know, I'll be bored. Um but other than that, you know, I'll, I can say this about next week, Dave. Really, there's only one thing in this world that I can think of that's better than you know, Steeler football. And that's the week at the beach fishing. Yeah. Can't wait. When I know that it can never really be the same, how could I move forward when I keep looking backward? I'm just standing still. How can I fight this obsession?